Let's bring him in now. Former NFL player, now doing some big things and with, with private air and, you know, doing some great things with that. Let's bring him in now. Former NFL player, Brett Lockett. Brett, how are you? I'm good, Paul. How's it going? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Let's get right down to it. You are a former Patriot. And, and I want to ask you this. That I am. Johnson of the Philadelphia Eagles says, you know what? The Patriots might do a lot of winning, but they don't have a lot of fun. You played for Belichick. Is it fun? Listen, I, I've always uh, I've always liked to say one thing. If you're not winning, it's not fun. So, uh, you know, I don't know too many losers that uh, continue to have fun while playing. And I, and I don't know too many people that are employed in the NFL that lose that are still playing. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but, I mean, you had a good time? Oh, I had a fantastic time. I mean, the, the Patriots is by far the uh, one of the top organizations that I played for. I played for three three of the you know thirty two teams in the NFL, and um, you know my brother played for for the other two. You know the the, the Bengals and the uh, the Redskins, and you know it's it, they're, they're just one of the top notch organizations, and you see that from top down from you know Robert Kraft all the way down to you know how the team is managed and obviously how the team is coached with Bill. For sure. So. We look at the Patriots, and ultimately, you know, they got five Super Bowl titles, and they've been doing it big over the years. Playing for Bill Belichick, and you did it, what's it like? I mean, he seems like a guy who's, who's, who's serious all the time. What's it like playing for Belichick? You know, I always like to say you you, get, you expect what you're going to, or you get what you're going, you, what you expect. I mean, it's, there's no black and white with Bill. I mean, it's you see what you get. You know, he's uh, he's a very straightforward guy. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels about you. And, uh, you know, sometimes that may not necessarily be a good thing. But the thing is, is he's going to address that head on with you. Um, you know, he's not going to talk around you. He's not going to play any games. And that, and that tends to happen. I mean, in, in not just sports, but in business across the board. I mean, you look at it and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, kind of mind games and, and, and people um, you know, manipulating situations, and, and that's not Bill. You know, whether you're you're Tom or you're, you know, you're somebody that may not be as uh, as popular on the team, he's going to address you exactly, uh, you know, the same. And that's what you what you respect in any leader, right? Is you you look for someone who's going to treat everybody the same, um, who doesn't have fan fav- favorites, uh, and uh, is going to hold everybody accountable. I think that's the biggest thing that anybody wants in a in a CEO, right? For sure, for sure. So, what's the craziest? or funniest thing you ever seen Belichick do during your time in New England? <laughs> oh, there's there's quite a few uh few things. I remember my uh my first year I came in with um I think Edelman was a rookie with me and uh and uh I think it was the year I think it was the year of and and Wes Welker was, was talking about something in the media and uh and this was during training camp and uh, you know he says he says, Hey Wes, he's like Nobody cares what's going on with this, what's going on with that. You know, you just just be quiet. Nobody cares what's going on, right? And then and then Edelman's sitting right next to him because they all sit next to each other in meetings. And he looks at Edelman. And he says, "And Edelman, he's like, you're a freaking rookie. He's like, you don't you don't say anything. He's like, matter of fact, no more interviews for you for the rest of the year. You know." And and I was just sitting up like I was like behind them, and I was just it, it was it's kind of funny to me. And it, it, there, other people were laughing, you know, but I, I think Bill likes doing that. Um, even though he's serious, it's actually, I think, entertaining for him. We're talking to former NFL player Brett Lockett. So, 
Super Bowl 52 has come and is gone. You know, coming into the game, from my standpoint, I thought the Eagles were a better team from top to bottom. But for me, it was all about Tom Brady. And Tom Brady almost stole that game. How do you view Super Bowl 52? Well, you know, as a defensive player, I'm always looking at the defensive side of the ball, right? I'm not necessarily – obviously, you know, I pay attention to the offense, but I'm always looking at how the defenses play. And for the New England Patriots to still almost pull off the Super Bowl when their defense played as as bad of a football game as they did, um, and and I say that with all love and sincerity – it, it it's just I mean it speaks volumes obviously of, of of the offense of you know the Patriots and Tom Brady, but I mean there was several deep balls that were thrown. I mean I can I can count on my hand at least four or five deep balls I saw thrown two I think were touchdowns. There were several uh, runs that were over 20 yards by you know Legarrette Blunt and uh, some of the other running backs. Uh, I mean they, they just didn't they executed a little bit better, um, but they played better overall on defense and. And when you look at the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles, I think that, you know, they were probably one of the best defenses in the NFL to go against the New England Patriots and all the offensive side on the Philadelphia Eagles had to do was actually go out and just play and execute, which they did an amazing job doing. For sure. And it was one of those games, whatever defense could make that play was going to be the team that won the game. And ultimately, Brandon Graham with that strip sack was – the play that kind of turned it for the Eagles and was the play that ultimately won it for the team. So Tom Brady, 40 years old. I mean, the guy's amazing. I mean, you've been around this guy on on an everyday Mm -hmm. basis. What makes Mm -hmm. him great? You know, people ask me that a lot and, and just, you know, now being in business and, and seeing how, you know, certain people operate um, across the board, whether it's sports, uh, and, or, or business, the the undying satisfaction of making sure that you never lose, I think, is something that all competitors and all the greats have across the board. I think the the fortitude to having that hunger for wanting to win is something that you cannot develop, and it's just something that's born with people. Some people are okay losing, you know, like they're like, oh, well, this happened and that happened, and you know, this is just the outcome, like. Tom Brady is one of those people that he'll sulk on a situation. I mean, he, he still sulks on past Super Bowls, you know, that he, he let get away from him. And, and I think that is the, uh, the, the, the unlimiting factor with all champions is that I will do whatever I have to do to win. And I think that's what, you know, separates the, the kids from the, you know, the men. How long can he go? I mean, how long can he go? Four years old. Honestly, man. Honestly, Tom can go as long as he wants to. Um, I, I think, you know, his body will allow him to go probably, you know, and I said this last year when they won the Super Bowl, is I said he can go for another five years. So if, you know, if he does want to go that long, he'll go. Uh, unless, you know, uh, you know, there's an injury or something that, that happens where, you know, like Peyton Manning where he just can't play anymore. That's That's a completely different circumstance. But as long as he's healthy, which, you know, obviously the Patriots invest a ton of money in, in uh, their offensive line to make sure they protect them. As long as he doesn't take any major hits and, you know, nothing, you know, crazy happens to him, I think Tom can play for the next five years easy. you feel like Belichick is going to go for that long? 65 years old, getting older? I, honestly, I don't know what Belichick would do if he, uh, if he did not play football or coach football, excuse me. All right. 
<laughs> so we'll see. You, you, you never know. People people surprise people surprise us every day, don't they? They do. They do. So he's just one of those guys, in your opinion, just being around him. He doesn't have any other interests, kind of outside of football. I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. He's he's obviously married. He has his family, his kids. Obviously, that's a huge interest to him. I think family's a big thing for for Tom. But outside of that. I mean, he's he's dedicated to to football. I mean, he he just wants to be the best, which I think he is now. And I think for anybody across the board, whether it's you know football, basketball, boxing, I think for most people they just want to be the best. And when they can say I I am the best, and I know that I'm the best, and I'm the best consistently, I think that's when things change. And I think that's when it kind of changed for me when I knew that you know okay you you can you can play and you can be the best if you really want. You know, did I get to that level? No, unfortunately, you know, I had some injuries and other things that went on. But when you know that you are the best or you can compete with the best, I think that's when it's kind of self-satisfying and you can kind of walk away. I don't know if Tom's ready to do that. I mean, he's he's accomplished everything. He's, you know, five Super Bowl rings, so on and so forth. But it's really whether he wants to give it up or not, because I think there's no doubt in anybody's mind that this is the best quarterback that's ever played the game. Do you see Belichick going for a long time as well? We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I think a lot of that has to do with Tom. You know, I don't know if he wants to necessarily go and rebuild and deal with all of that. You know, it's it's kind of like starting a new company. You know, who wants to, you know, see the uh, the, the CEO, you know, retire and then uh, have to rebuild from scratch when you're, you know, when you're you're that old. It's not like he's a young guy anymore. We're talking to former NFL player Brett Lockett. So ultimately, your career didn't go the way you wanted it to go, and football was a big part of your life. Do you miss the game? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I definitely don't don't miss, uh, you know, the grueling practices and uh, and all that good stuff. But you, you really miss the camaraderie with a lot of the guys that you had, you know, the whole team environment and, uh, you know, being able to go out with the guys and, and just being able to really have that family outside of, you know, your, your initial family, I think is, you know, probably the thing that everybody misses. And then obviously, you know, the game days is, you know, there's no there's no other feeling like that. I mean, I don't think any drug can can satisfy that feeling of, you know, running out and, you know, being on a football field, having fans screaming and, and just going through, you know, that process. It's just an incredible process. And, yeah, I absolutely miss it. So how is your body? Your body in good shape? Your mind good? Because, you know, we're seeing a lot of players. And I know you didn't play that long, but we're seeing a lot of players dealing with CT and all those things. Do you feel like you have all your faculty? Do you feel like you're good? You know, I, I think I think I'm uh, I'm good enough. Uh, you know, I can always be be better, but you know, I've you know had a few surgeries and still got a few few things that are that are messed up. I got a messed up shoulder and things like that. But I'm you know I'm able to pretty much do what I want. Um, I can work out, and you know I think uh, I think my mind is good. I don't think I've had any any crazy concussions or anything like that. But you know, you never know. I'm, I'm still 31, and uh, you know I got a lot of life to live. So I, I hope I'm healthy. I'll say that. You still modeling? No, no, no. I stopped doing that a, a while back. I was that was what my first or second year in the NFL it was fun. It was a lot of fun actually. I never uh, never thought I'd be doing that in a million years, but uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was fun while it lasted and you know, now I've moved on to uh, other things. And let's talk about some of the things that you moved on to. You mm-hmm. doing some things with with private charter flights, M2 mm-hmm. jets. You did some big things during Super Bowl 52. Uh, talk about your company. Talk about some of the things you're doing. 
Yeah, so so M2 Jets is a, is a company. We're, at, we're a full-service private charter company, and a good friend of mine, Moshe Malamud, started the company in 2010 uh, when he bought his first aircraft, and then we uh, we bought several more uh, up to this date. We have about 19 aircrafts we manage uh, overall in the company, and then we also have a number of charter uh, operators that we work with when we need aircraft throughout the uh, the rest of the United States and internationally. So. Um, we're a full-service charter company, and uh, and I manage the uh, the entire West Coast. So I run the whole operations and, and business development for what we do here on the uh, West Coast. So how do you approach business? Do you approach business in, in some respect the same way you approach football, slightly different? How do you approach it? You know, I approach it the exact same way. I, I approach it like a game. And I think that's why, you know, when you look at the job market and you look at you know, when people are actually looking for top talent, they, they tend to really like people who, you know, played professional sports. And the thing is, is that it's, it, there's a certain work, work ethic, there's a certain mental fortitude that you need to have to be able to make it to that level. And most people don't have that, right? Most people don't. And, and I think a lot of people are now starting to call it grit, which is, you know, being able to withstand some pain or some uncomfort to get to where you want to be. And I, I think most people in life, just aren't willing to be uncomfortable for a short period of time. And when I say short period, it may be a month, it may be a year or two years, but if I have to do something for two to three years or maybe even five years to live a life that I never thought I would be able to live, right, is that really a a long time? And that's what, you know, athletes understand is that, you know, we'll have ups, we'll have downs, um, things are going to be hard, but we have to push through it, right? For those that, you know, operating on a team, they, they understand the value of teamwork. They understand the value of communicating, making sure everybody's on the same page, but also making sure that, for me particularly, making sure that you surround yourself with, with, with grade-A talent, right? There's nothing like being on a team with people who aren't as talented as you, and you're like, well, hey, I can't hold the whole team together. You know, so when you look at that in business and you relate that to business, you say, well, who's my personnel, right? Who's, who's my personnel? Who are the people that I'm surrounding myself with that I know that if I step away or if or if I'm handling this, I know that they're going to handle their 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 job, right? Sure. So you know, there's a lot there's a lot that translates between business and sports. You know, particularly intensity is my thing. I think that I take from football to the business world because most people, and this is just in general, most people don't live in a very passionate way about what it is that they do, right? They go through the day to days, they transition in and out of things, and there's no energy, right? And that's the thing that moves anything in life is energy, right? Taking that energy, and it's, it's just a ball of fire. We all have energy. It's just, you know, molecules and electrons, right? And when you move that energy, right, and you move it in a certain way towards a certain goal or objective that you're trying to get to, well, it makes it move a lot faster when you apply that energy. So, you know, with me, a big thing that, you know, we apply in our culture at M2 and making sure that, you know, we have is we, we, we make sure that we have a, a high energy when dealing with clients, when dealing with each other, when, you know, dealing with marketing efforts. It's just all about energy, and that translates through everything. You got this corporate thing down. I, I can tell by, by hearing you and hearing your voice and, you know, some of the terms that you use. You got this corporate thing down. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. You know, it's, it's, this is the thing. You know, I, I'm not going to do anything unless, I want, unless I'm going to be the best at it. And, you know, that just that starts with anything across the board. You know, how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So. Sure. I take I take what I do very seriously, but 
like your fellow eagles, right? I made sure that we have fun at it because fun with fun with while doing it because if if you're not having fun, you know what's the point? And, and tomorrow's not promised. So if I'm stressed out today and I'm stressed out tomorrow and I'm stressed out the next week, and then all of a sudden I'm not here. What was my life about? You gotta have fun. Right? You gotta enjoy what you do. Absolutely, and that's you know that's one thing that I I like to preach. You know, so we we enjoy what we do at M2 Jets. Um, we enjoy working with clients, you know, anywhere from high net worth individuals to celebrities to head of states, um, you know, some doctors and philanthropists, things like that. We enjoy that. You know, we enjoy catering to people who understand that there's no better time than the now and I need to be where I need to be. Right. Um, that's just a, a big thing with us is making sure that we over deliver. We never we never over promise, but we, we over deliver because Everything is based on expectations, and we always like to exceed those expectations. So you guys are accepting Bitcoin payments. What's that all about? You know, that's, that's interesting, and, and we, we actually are. We, we, um, we just did that um, right at the top of the year, and we've just been looking at the market, um, particularly cryptocurrency, particularly Bitcoin. Um, we've looked at all the other ones like, you know, Lime, uh, Litecoin and, um, you know, Ethereum and and just have been looking at the markets, and obviously Bitcoin is down right now, and, it, and it's almost down 50%, which is kind of crazy. I think it's over over 50%. But just from a perspective, from a business perspective for us, we just thought it made all the sense in the world for us to be able to accept Bitcoin for private charter. Um, there's a lot of people out there that have a ton of Bitcoin. There's a lot of there's billions of dollars in Bitcoin. I think the market cap right now is around 250 to 300 billion. So you figure that's a lot of money. There's a lot of people who fly privately that have that money, and why not be able to offer a service if we can help meet the needs of those clients? Sure. We're talking to former NFL player Brett Lockett. I, I got to ask you this. It, it, it's been a few years since you had that whole situation with Kim Kardashian. Do you feel like you've gotten that whole situation behind you? You know, I think I think everybody's situations in life always follow them. Um, you know, me from from my personal perspective, I you know I don't really think about it until you know so, something like this happens where someone brings it up. But um, yeah, that situation is totally behind me. Um, you know, what happened happened. It, it, it's all documented, and you know, for those that want to go do their research, they're more than welcome to. Let me just ask you this: I, I know you know whatever relationship you have with Kim Kardashian, your brother with with Lauren London. I got to ask, man, these are some beautiful women. What is it about these Locket boys and, and these beautiful women? I mean, you know, my, 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 my mother and father put together some, uh, some, some very, you know, good-looking uh, kids. You know, I have a younger sister as well, and she's, she's very beautiful. So, you know, we're just thankfully, you know, blessed and, uh, and all that good stuff. So, you know, <laughs> that's about it. So maybe I can add Locket to my last name and, you know, I can do some big things like you boys. Oh man! Well, you you add Lockett to the last name. We're gonna have to put you through a a, a vetting process. So we're gonna have to <laughs> add a lot more than that. <laughs> Paul Gant Lockett, you like it? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm always happy to uh, bring a fellow brother on under the wing. For sure, for sure. Let me ask you this: I mean, you know, your brother played in the league. You played in the league. I mean, mm-hmm. what is it about you guys? I mean, obviously that bloodline. There, there is something special about it. How mm-hmm. are both you guys able to get to the highest level? Of, of sports? That's a great question. I think a lot of that has to do with your environment. Obviously, sports has a lot to do with your genetics as well. 
but when looking at people who become the best in the world at what they do, it usually happens at a very young age, and they usually have someone that has taught them how to be that great in their life or in that sport or in whatever it is that they're doing. So for me, I was kind of the first, and I just kind of learned, and I was obsessed with getting there. I think obsession has a lot to do with it, and once I was on my way, I would go back and I would teach my brother, right? So my brother wasn't necessarily the biggest kid. He wasn't the strongest kid, but what I did is I would go back when I was at UCLA and I would go back to Diamond Bar where we grew up and I would train him. He was a junior at the time. I was going into the NFL. I would train him how to be a cornerback. I trained him how to do, you know, how to be a wide receiver. So when he went into a senior year, he had a much better year. He was actually first team, you know, defensive back and wide receiver and then ended up getting his only scholarship from San Diego State. And I always tell people, all you need is that one chance to be able to get to where it is you want to get to, and he had that one chance. So, you know, I, I kind of took it under my wing to make sure that I groomed him and I turned him into that high performer that I knew he could be, but he didn't necessarily know himself because he didn't know how to do it. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do, like I said, with genetics, but, you know, playing sports our whole life, it wasn't just football, it was basketball, it was baseball, it was soccer, it was volleyball. I mean, we played, we played everything, and it was always three sports a year. So when you dedicate that much time into sports and you have the, the genetics for that, it makes those, those odds a lot easier. And then a lot of it was obviously our parents making sure they got us to practice, you know, making sure that they were able to help us with, you know, um, you know with buying gear and, and, and getting the right supplements. All of that, you know, plays a factor. And the more help and support you get to nurture that environment that you have, the more successful you'll be. Sounds good, man. I mean, you guys are doing some big things. You, you, you dating, man? You, you close to getting married? You got anything going on relationship-wise? You know, I'm just focused on 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 the business. Uh, you know, we're we're still in 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 the growth mode. We're still looking to scale. Uh, we're still looking to expand. Uh, we're we're looking at international territories as well as as well as some different um, you know marketing efforts. So. You know, for me, a lot of my time is taken up with, you know, handling our clients and, and making sure that we're dealing with, you know, obviously our partners and, and our charter specialists who are dealing with all of our clients out there. So um, right now I'm, I'm not. I'm just, you know, taking it easy and, uh, you know, just enjoying life. I mean, I live in L.A. and I, I told you before, it's, it's, it's sunny outside. It's 75 degrees. It's, it's, it's February, right? Like most of the, most of the country, is, it, they're freezing. <laughs> Sure. They're freezing. Now, there's, sure. there's people in LA right now that are at the beach, which which you do not see anywhere in the world, right? <laughs> For sure. Uh, stay focused. Continue to get that paper. Obviously, you're on the paper chase, and you're doing a good job of it, man. You're doing some big things. So, fans, hit this man up on Twitter at Brent Lockett 26. You know, go to the website m2jets.com. Find out about some of the great things going on there. Uh, anywhere else we need to go? Um, no, I mean you can you can check me out on Facebook as well, Brett Lockett, um, and uh, and and Instagram. We have a big, uh, pretty big Instagram account for M Two Jets. It's at M Two Jets, um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Brett underscore Lockett. Sounds good. So fans, go out, go to all the social media platforms, and support all the great things going on with football player turned businessman Brett Lockett. Brett, absolute pleasure, man. Wish you nothing. Paul, the pleasure's all mine. Thank you. Hey, pleasure's all mine. You have a a great one, and uh, and we'll definitely keep in touch. Okay, I I love coming on. You have a great show. Sure. Take care of yourself. All right. You too. Bye bye. All right.